gazed in wide wonder at the joy they had found. The head nurse spoke up, said, leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone.
I really love. <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Ah, good morning, ass family. It is a Monday. It is, I guess, nice outside. We had our electricity knocked out a couple of times last night. Got some big rain. It's all dried up, though. I mean, the grass. It's like, yeah, it's like a soup bowl out in the backyard and the dog is running around in. That's all right. No, it's Monday. Hey, we had a great weekend. I hope you had a great weekend. I know that I didn't do much. This was a very lazy weekend for me. Lots and lots of resting. Why? Well, because I wanted to. That's why. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, before we go any further, uh, we, we have to go off to the, uh, the mixer board so I can show you this fella. Look at this fucking guy. This is why you don't show off in front of your family, people. Seems the family was on a little vacation, went to Spain. Mom, dad, son, had a rented boat. They're out for the day looking for some fun stuff to do. I mean, you got a boat. You got plenty of fun stuff to do on a boat. And then... Look at this fucking guy. Dad decided that he was going to show off. And jump off this cliff. Well, there's video, and here we go. There we go. Dad's at the end. He's running. There we go. Anytime, Dad. There he is. He's jumping off. Oh, my God. Too close to the cliff. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Did you hear the wife reaction? hit the cliff yeah the wife the, the wife saw him hit the cliff bounce off yeah this was by the uh, Isles by Santa Ponsa yeah they they found his body he he, he was dead they, they he died yeah he jumped off 100 cliff foot 100 foot cliff hit the rocks and then died I know right props to the wife for keep filming that was awesome on her part I mean, shit. In the face! Oh, right In the there. Face. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's dead. He's quite, he, he's quite dead. Uh, let's get to some good mornings, shall we? Oh, by the way, we do have celebrity-ass deathmatch today. That's right. We are going with today the best side characters in TV history. So, like, 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 like uh, the best side characters. If I were to choose anybody from MASH, it wouldn't have been like Hawkeye or Pierce. It wouldn't have been Pierce or, or BJ. It'd been like Radar or or Jamie Farr, somebody like that. So so we we've, we've got celebrity ass deathmatch coming up. Uh, let's say some good mornings. Get the good mornings good and out of the way. Wow, a lot of people here already. Battleborn in Nebraska, first one here. It says good morning, Arnie Nass family. Here's to a wonderful week. Hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. I took my mom on a lunch date Saturday. Spending quality time with her as much as I can. Dementia is taking its toll on her. Boy, that sucks, man. I I, I, I feel for you there, Battleborn. My grandma had uh, Alzheimer's, and it, that's no fun to be around. 
Good son, though. Wait, that, that, that's a good man right there. I, I mean, honestly, you know what? We, we could play this one for you a whole the other way. Look at this fucking guy. I mean, that's son of the year stuff right there. Yes, hashtag Major Leagues with that. Uh, David Garza says, good morning, ass family. How are you, David? Andrew says, no such thing as a good Monday, David, except here with the ass familia. It isn't a total Amber Heard of a Monday. By the way, yes. By the way, if you haven't noticed, if you didn't hear those ringing bells, that's not for Celebrity Deathmatch today. No, no, that was, uh, uh, they're starting back up in court today. Amber Heard and uh, Mr. Depp. So uh, we will have more updates with that tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, let's see. Bradster says, morning, big and assets as well. Andrew, sorry to hear about your mom, Battleborn. Enjoy every minute. I lost my mom 14 years ago. Amen to that. Battleborn, I'm sure she really appreciates the time with you as well. Good morning, ass. Straight fire. Hangtown Jen's in the house. She says, morning, ass. Happy Monday. Well, right back at you. Did you enjoy any duck butter over the weekend? Sweat and crap from the ball sack and anus that creates a buttery film on the grundle and butthole. Creating a smelly odor that worsens in thickness and odor by the minute. Duck butter. There you go. Christopher, dodging them bullets down in Fresno. Christopher, thank you for your input. Thank you for your help this weekend on the Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Uh, we almost went with the greatest sequels of all time, but I, I wanted to try something else, so we went somewhere else. All right, there you go. All righty, let's go with... Oh, my lucky stars! The one and only bratty kid is in the house! You shut your mouth, you white honky! Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to tell anybody. You shut your mouth, you white honky! All right, you have a great day. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday and yay ass show. Damn right. Damn right. Becca! There we go. Uh, Doug says hard pass. Am I seeing it wrong? I see him. I see him leap and pauses and he says, oh my God, and he hits the water. No, 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 no. The, the pause, they didn't show the direct hit. He, he hits the, the side of the, uh, the cliff directly. What a way to ruin a vacation forever. He's such a dick move. Did he bounce into the water hitting the rocks first? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God, I just gagged. I couldn't offer him with a reply. No, 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 no good to the duck butter. Okay. Uh, all right, fair enough. Man, oh, man, I, there's lots of stuff happened this weekend. We, we, have, to, we have to talk about it, obviously. Uh, Swoosh23, good morning. Welcome. I saw your name pop up this morning. I don't usually see that one, but uh, what's up? How are you? Uh, man, you, you have to start with what happened recently in Buffalo. Um, 13 people, is it 13? 13 people were shot. 10 people were dead during a mass shooting at a Buffalo grocery store. Uh, man, it, it, and here, here's the, the bad part. 18-year-old punk-ass kid decked out in armor. Wearing camo all over the place, right? He's got him a nice rifle. Nobody's saying what kind of rifle it is yet. I'm betting I know. Don't care. Um, 
He killed a, a retired cop who was a security guard at this Topps grocery store. It's in being investigated as a hate crime. What, what is it? I mean, honestly, like, like I, I know it's terrible. It's awful. It's one of the worst stories we've seen in a while. It's a white kid who goes into a predominantly, who drives four hours to go to a predominantly black grocery store and opens fire. I'm okay with calling that hate crime, and I'm okay calling it a terrorist crime. Heard he had two guns. Uh, ATV last night was uh, my understanding from the little I heard. Uh, let's see. Um, the kid's name is Peyton Gendron of Conklin, New York. Uh, three people were killed in the parking lot. Everybody's all worried about where he got the guns and stuff. So I guess he bought the gun legally. The big story over the weekend was how he had uh, he was investigated by police over something he wrote in high school. Well, and, and, and some people, you know, the, the crazy anti-gun people are saying, well, this is why he shouldn't have got a gun. He was investigated. Well, you, you can't do that. If you investigate somebody, that doesn't mean you take their right to own a gun away. If you investigate them and you find nothing there, then you can't take their guns away. Once again, this is a right not given by you – know, once again, everybody needs to realize this. The rights that we have are not given to us by America. Like God, hate God, whatever you want, but these are given with, to you at birth. The only person that can take them away is you. Should be a terroristic hate crime. I mean, who the fuck drives four hours? God damn, my silly ass barely drives four minutes outside for work. Yeah, I hear you. Um, by the way, he was live streaming it on Twitch. And they said that they took it down, like after two within two minutes. Well, he got two minutes of it. Somebody, somebody got shot on Twitch. The user has been indefinitely suspended. You think? Way to go, Twitch! Way to let us know that you've you've suspended him indefinitely. That that's lovely. I I appreciate that. I don't think he's going to be using your service anytime soon. So that settles the abortion question at birth. <laughs> um, I I don't know what more to say. There was also a shooting. Um, I I I don't I I don't know if this has. Well, it probably doesn't have anything to do with it. Now i got to find it because all my things became unhighlighted yet again. Where the hell did it go? Oh, there we go. Um, multiple people, one dead, hurt in a California church shooting. 
sheriffs and deputies in uh, Orange County responded to a report of a shooting at the Geneva Presbyterian Church. Sheriff's Department said churchgoers uh, subdued the shooter and hogtied him with extension cords. Uh, the shooter was in custody. They've obtained two handguns they believe he used in the shooting. Now, I, I will say this about this. Let, 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 me, let me give you my two cents on all of this. You can charge them with whatever you want. You, you can charge. I, I, I don't care. I, I, I don't care what you charge them with. Gun shop owner who sold firearm pay, feels terrible. Uh, upstate gun store owner said Sunday he recently sold an assault weapon to feels terrible about it. Why? He's doing his job. I knew nothing about it until I got a call from them. Uh, I previously uh, the plan to use a Bushmaster XM15 in his assault, which ended up killing 10 people. I don't I, I look 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 I don't think the the gun store owner can feel bad he just did his job I mean if this kid doesn't have anything blocking him and and I shouldn't say kid once again let's grow up a little bit shall we you remember when we turned 18 we were fucking adults Some of y'all had parents that were waiting for that day when you turned 18 so they could kick your ass out of the house They said they found a race-hating manifesto. I, you know, I think we give these shooters a little bit too much credit with giving them a manifesto. He wrote a note. He told you he said he was going to kill a bunch of black people, and he went out and did it. Saw a news story over the weekend. The U.S. has hit 201 mass shootings so far in 2022. When I read the numbers, it sure did seem like a lot. When you hear it, and there's kind of numb out there, it doesn't seem that many. But 201 separate incidents of someone shooting in mass, wow. I saw that same stat, too, this weekend, Jen. I didn't read the story because I saw the stat. And I thought to myself, well, you know, a lot of those, and I'm not trying to be funny here because we don't have the, the incident yet report for Chicago this weekend. But a lot of those have got to be like Chicago shootings. And all that kind of stuff. I, I, I don't recall doing these stories all this year so far. That there's been 201 mass shootings. They're putting a 74-year-old woman on the cover of fucking the swimsuit issue. That's gross. My eyes just caught that. Sorry. If I got to see it, you got to hear it. Yeah. <sighs> if he was black, the media would profess the manifesto's rap lyrics. I just, I, I, I don't know if the church one has anything to do with the abortion issue. I mean, we got so much stuff going on in our country right now that I it, it's hard to keep track of these nut jobs. Uh, 
the fact that he live streamed that shit is proof that he's heinous enough that he needs to be a nice violent punishment to fit the crime. Maybe shoot him in the testicles with his own rifle and let him bleed out. Oh, God, no, Kale. Kale, no, no, no. I'm ready to send this guy to prison. And let, let, let him only go out in, in yard time when the Brotherhood is out there. And I ain't talking about the Aryan Brotherhood. I'm talking about, you know, the Black Brotherhood. Let him only get some yard time when they're out there. We'll see what happens. I, I mean, look, look. Let's let the prisoners work this one out, shall we? I thought about this. This could be one of the most heinous things I've ever seen. I want you to think about this. We all go to the grocery store. We don't all fly in airplanes. You know, when you have your terrorist attack happen, some of these church shootings that happen, we don't all go to church. But a a vast majority of us go to the grocery store. What about a real sentence and punishment? Make him marry AOC. What that article did for me is make me pause. I am planning on moving to a, a much more urban environment. Am I now putting myself and my family in harm's way as these mass shootings in more urban areas increase at an alarming rate? I don't think so. I, I Look, look, look. First thing I'm going to tell you, Jen, is don't let these things let you control your life because then they're winning. Then that's exactly what they want you to do. And I know you, Jen, and I know that you are strong enough and you are tough enough and your family is strong and tough enough to handle whatever's thrown at you. And this is just one of those things that happens. I honestly think that in the very near future, these mass shooters are going to be met with some resistance. More so than at this grocery, I'm talking about actual resistance with other firearms. Because look here, look, look, look. we can send them to prison all day long. That's not deterring the crimes, is it? That kid from from the Florida school shooting, he's in jail. Didn't deter the crime. You know what, I, I, this, this might help deter crime. You show these fucked up kids, yeah, get, a, get a prison video of, of a big-ass dude raping a little white dude. Get a video of that and show it to him. You want to deter some crime? Anal rape will do that to you. Good morning, Zach. Oh, yeah, it's a nice trip over the weekend. Good for you, man. You deserve that. That's awesome. Uh, more guns equal less crime. Look here, I I I am a such a proponent of people being able to use their freedoms. If you want to buy a gun and you want to you want to get a, a a carry or something like that, you go right ahead, man. You have every right as an American to do so, and you should. 
If you feel that is what's going to make you feel safe and make you want to leave the house, then good. That's why it's available to you. I'm ready to see guys like this just fucking gunned down right before they get in. Like the thing that happened in Garland. I I know I talk about this all the time. Them two uh, Muslim fellas that showed up because a bunch of assholes. And I'll say it. I'll say it. They were a bunch of assholes who were having to come draw Muhammad party. If you don't know, in in the world of, of, of Islam... It is punishable by death to show any kind of picture of Muhammad. I don't know. I don't know why, but hey, that's their religion. And when you have a contest seeing who can draw the best Muhammad, you're going to get some people that are going to draw some really awful shit. Once again, I don't care what they're drawing. What I care about is their freedom to do so. They were doing that in Garland. These two old boys roll up that are on an FBI watch list from from Phoenix, and they had body armor on, didn't wear any helmets, which that's all the cop from Garland needed, put two headshots in them. Terrorist zero, Garland two. Remember that. You want to know somebody who's undefeated against terrorism? Garland, Texas. Too bad we couldn't implement the death penalty a bit more creatively. Like, hey, you committed a mass shooting. Your punishment equals death by mass shooting. Go ahead and go into that concert venue with your fellow shooters. Heck, we'll even pay, play music for you before we open fire and <laughs> run for your life, only not to make it. I mean, if it were more scary, more cruel to get caught and punished, maybe they would think before they shot. Maybe. Probably no shocker, but I carry my sidearm with me always. Uh, it's like a pocket knife to me, only less pointy and more bang bangy. Yeah, you know, if you get around people, you might not want to describe it as bang bangy. I like it, though. Yeah, South Park addressed the Muhammad controversy so well, and then the episode got pulled. Maybe an ass shirt, a picture of Muhammad, and under it says Muhammad loves ass. Yeah, nope. I look, look. As funny as I think it is, I don't want look, look. I don't want a billion people coming after me. I'd love a billion people to be listening to me, but if I were to do that, see, they want to kill me. And I ain't down with that. That's what try happened at the offices of Charlie Hepto. They're doing the same kind of thing. Well, bang bangy is more accurate. I mean, if he had said pew pewy. <laughs> oh. Artie wants to stay alive. Yeah, I, I kind of do. Well, let's let, this is uh, this is my hope is that this guy gets viciously ass raped in prison for all the lives that he ruined. I mean, like like that grocery store should just go ahead and close down, right? They, 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 nobody's ever going back to that grocery store. 
Oh, okay. All right. We're 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 gonna change gears here. Go away from shooting to aborting children and all sorts of wonderful things like that. Because Bill Maher was at it again this weekend. I tell you what, Bill Maher. If you want to be a guest on this show, you don't have to completely you know sell out to the right just to come on. You're you're welcome anytime, Bill. He came out and said how bad it is that Jen Psaki and the president right now are letting intimidation happen by protesters who targeted Supreme Court justices' houses and predicts the ruling could see red states secede from the blue. Well, I think he's gone a little far there. Really? Really? You want to secede? Really? Over this? Okay. Well... Well, well, I, I thought it would be over race. I, I really did. I, th- I thought it would be more over race than anything. But it looks like the next civil war will be fought over abortion. I'm going to go ahead and stay here in Texas on this side of it. And, uh, well, well, we'll fight you. See where we go. Bill Maher called out Jen P. Sucky for not criticizing protesters who are demonstrating on the lawns of the Supreme Court justices, which, by the way, once again, is illegal. Did did I mention that yet? Yeah, you, you can't fuck with people in the court. Not the judges, not the lawyers, not the plaintiffs, not the jurors. Definitely not the judges. I'm not saying don't. Don't protest. Don't protest. I mean, if you're going to protest Supreme Court, protest at the Supreme Court. You know, go to their house, dick face. I'm just telling you right now, if I lived in that neighborhood, we would be flying. I, I ain't slowing down. If you're in the middle of the road, get out of the road. It's like when we were kids. Remember when we were kids, we used to play in the street? If a car came, we'd all yell, car, and we'd all get out of the way. Now they don't? All right. I'm, be, I'm going to be gathering up a lot of points this weekend then. Yeah, Douglas, I, I, I don't understand this. I, I To me, this is just another, yet another rung on the Things to impeach the president for. Sorry, had to. I don't like this kind either. Ugh. It is against the law to try to intimidate, interfere, or do anything when it comes to the Supreme Court. Illegal. By the way, where is law enforcement? Where is law enforcement all over Washington, D.C. or Virginia or wherever this is happening? They can't do it. You know, that's one of my favorite phrases. Well, they can't do that. Well, they're doing it now what? I mean, that's the way you have to look at it. They're doing it, so now what are you going to do? Well, I tell you what, uh, I'd have a Gatling gun at my house. 
I, I know I've been speaking a lot about shooting people lately, but they deserve it. People deserve to be shot. I mean, this is this is so ridiculous to me that we're allowing people to go to the Supreme Court justices' houses. Their fortress of solitude, their their base. Even as kids, we had a base that you couldn't touch us at. There's no more base. You just got to keep running around. Well, that's not a game of tag I ever want to play. Law enforcement's at home collecting unemployment because they were defunded. Yeah, that that you know what you answered my question. I appreciate that, Andrew. This is just I I I don't even know what to say anymore. I, I'm getting to that point where I don't even know what to say about this fucking idiot. By the way, this fucking idiot. Uh, once again, uh. Let's see, where do I have the, uh... It's country. No, that ain't it. So... No, that ain't it. Where, where's the jump? Where's the... Oh, here we go. Here we go. And wheelchair Remember? basketball player, Matt Scott. Yeah. Wheelchair. Wait for it. Here we go. Don't jump. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, that wasn't the first time that we heard Joe do something like that. Let's go back in time just a little bit. We don't have to go, well, I, what, what is this? About, about 12 years, eight, eight, eight to 10 years, when Joe Biden was out campaigning and he decided to stop by a state senator's office in Missouri. And I also am told that uh, that uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator's here, Chuck Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. Oh, what boy. am I talking about? Oh, there it was. I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Oh, Jesus. Thank you very, very much. I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. Thank you, pal. Yeah, thank you, pal. Appreciate that. Joe Biden let another one go this weekend. Actually, it was last week. It was like Thursday or Friday of last week. Uh, I don't even know. Somebody want to tell me what this means? Look, I know you got to be frustrated. I know. I can taste it. He can taste your frustration? Wait, 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 wait. That's that's a real quote. That that is a real quote. Look, I know you got to be frustrated. I know. I can taste it. Jesus, Joe. You know, I had told my mom about this clip and she didn't believe me. That led me to 45 minutes of asking my phone, Hey, Google, can you find Joe Biden asking a man who can walk and take a jump shot? Hey, Google, can you find that clip where Joe tells Chuck to stand up? Hey, Google, can you find the clip where Joe talks about cockroaches and kids as one? My mom was fucking rolling at the end. He can taste it from inhaling the scent of your hair. I mean, this is really just fucking creepier than shit, isn't it? I mean, he gets worse now. Look, I know you got to be frustrated. 
I know. I can taste it. Blah, blah, blah. Greta's not having any of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was busy this week, and I found a bunch of sound effects, a bunch of new sound clips and things. Uh, it, it, well, the all the, man, I've got tons and tons of sexual stuff for Jed. So there you go. Uh, Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! Political correctness is a manifestation of low self-esteem. I found this this weekend. I wanted to play this forever. This is this uber-rich guy, this guy named Dan... Peza or something, a little old guy, always wears really nice suits, white hair. He, he's the guy who called your whole family cunts. He came out and said this. Political correctness is a manifestation of low self-esteem. I love it. I love that. That is, yes, that is exactly what it is. And in case anyone has forgotten. A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. No, they shouldn't. Just want to get that back out there. <laughs> That's one that I'll never, ever get rid of because that one made me laugh so hard. That, that to this day. And they're describing Pablo Escobar's fucking hippos that he bought. Oh, where do we go from here? Oh, the White House. Oh, what have they done now? Oh, I love the White House sometimes. Sometimes sometimes it's so great, the stories they give us. I guess over the weekend, whoever's in charge of the old Twitter account, I want you to listen to this. Okay, just listen. I'm going to read it word for word. I'm not going to do anything to, to change it. Here we go. This was tweeted out by the White House. When President Biden took office, millions were unemployed and there was no vaccine available. In the last 15 months, the economy has created 8.3 million jobs and the unemployment rate stands at 36 the fastest decline in unemployment to start a president's term ever recorded. Now, there's not only one. Whoops, that was really loud, and I apologize to everyone. There was not only one. That was so loud. Jesus. There we go. That's better. But at least, at least one more mistake made in this simple tweet. Where do we want to start? Okay, I'll start with the first part. When President Biden took office, millions were unemployed. Now that is true. I wouldn't necessarily say unemployed yet at that moment. They were out of work. That's mistake one. Okay, so there were two mistakes in the first sentence. At this, uh, they may, well, I'll just say that they, sun rose this morning, right? Okay. And there was no vaccine available. Joe Biden had both doses of the vaccine taken before he was in, in 
before he took his oath of office. The vaccine was available. It had just rolled out. The fastest vaccine in mankind's history. Fuck, mind you. That's why a lot of people are staying away from it. They don't know it's a long-term, and I have no problem with that. But let's not lie. There was a vaccine, and it was made readily available. Now, in the last 15 months, this is where he likes to lie and play around. The economy has created 8.3 million jobs. Do you know what it means to create a job? That means you you took something that wasn't available at all and you have made something. Okay, that's creating a job. When you tell people that they have to close their business due to an awful pandemic and send all employees home, and then those businesses have to lay those employees off, What you've done is you rode out the storm of the pandemic and now people are going back to their jobs. The fastest decline in unemployment to start it. Man, I tell you what, that is playing fast and loose. When Kamala wraps her lips around a dick, she's creating a job. Have a good day, Braddy kid. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand. No, I don't like that one. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh, I don't have the shooting oh. noise. Oh. oh, dang it. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that... There are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. On Friday night, the White House tweeted then its original tweet misstated the vaccines were unavailable in January of 2021 due to somebody sending a picture to the White House of Joe Biden taking his second vaccine shot. Oh, I'm sorry, his first on December 21st of 2020. So they just pretty much all just they 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 lie to you. They lie right to your face. This would be like a little kid who's got fucking peanut butter or chocolate all over his face and said he didn't eat any of the chocolate cookies. I I really do not like this. I don't want to make this a party-based thing because I think both parties are crooked and evil. But I have to say, in my 50-plus years on this planet, And I'm being honest as I can right now. I have never seen a more corrupt, doesn't value the truth administration as I as this one. 
we have this little old man that some people might think he's cute and everything, but he's a little old sick man. And whoever is running the country, because it's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not running the country. Whoever's running the country is, if Joe Biden had done anything good in his previous, what, 700 years as a senator, it's all been erased. And, and, and you have to face it, half of his term is not even over. We still have two full years of this guy. I, it, it, that is frightening. That is frightening. Yeah, this is the shaggy. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. We previously stated the vaccines were unavailable in January 2020. We should have said that they were not widely available. No, because they had just been rolled out. See, they, once again, they're trying to say, oh, there was a, it, it was this presidency that rolled. No, it wasn't. Vaccines became available shortly before the president came into office. Shortly, like a month and a half. Yeah. Since then, he's responsible for fully vaccinating over 200 million people. Wait a second. Hold on. Oh, really? Since then, he is responsible for fully vaccinating over 200 million people. That means the way that's written, see, this person needs to be fired. Because the way that's written, that makes it sound like Joe Biden has in his himself vaccinated 200 million Americans. I know he hasn't done that. Another reason I want to see Joe versus Governor Wheels, Joe will say Wheels can't run the country because Wheels can't run. Oh. Now, now let me just tell you. B. Coop, I would love that. Oh. Because I, I don't know. Would we get this moment? And I also am told that, uh, that uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. Are we going to get one of those on stage? I mean, I, if we do, then I don't want Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump to run. No, I don't want it to happen. I just want Governor Wheels to run. Or if Joe Biden says, hey, is this your campaign song? Wow, Joe did a really good impression of a four foot nine Asian female when he vaccinated me. Melbourne says he wasn't responsible for me. I was. I love that. Like, but here's the thing: the American side of me hates this administration, hates this guy, hates anything associated with. The professional side of me, the comedian side of me, loves this guy. I I don't know how many Biden things I have, how many drops, how many of 
of these I have of... Uh... You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Corn Pop was a bad dude. The number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be a three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S, jobs. I think one day what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play them all. I'm just going to play them all. I've never, look, 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 I have followed a lot of politics in my career. I've made fun of lots and lots of politicians in my career. I have never had one this drop worthy. Not even W. I mean, he is putting W to shame. W said some stupid shit. I ain't going to lie. But he said it over eight years. Most of this is a two-year run. We get those on TV now. Uh, of course, we'll get that in the debate. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Joel say he crippled the country like he crippled himself. Oh, Joel say there's never been a president in a wheelchair, and when someone points out FDR, he'll say, <laughs> "Oh, there was no. He was not really in the wheelchair." That wasn't real. Oh, man. I love Juddering. Just just a whole hour of just nothing. I, I don't even know how many I have. I'm pretty excited. Are you excited? I'm looking forward to this, man. What do you want to do? Show me something. Come here, man. So I hate to be the bearer of bad oh, news. Come on, man. What's your plan here? Look, this is not... But that... They, you knew she was 13. No, I didn't. Well, I've got the transcript right here. Well, <laughs> so this is funny. You know, I... I I get all this information about... Instead of taking responsibility, he tries to blame it all on the decoy. I was prepared for them to come after me, but I wasn't prepared for the person coming at me the way she came out. She knew Bo, she knows me. I don't... Anyway, It I, sounds like what you're trying to see is if you could score with a 13-year-old girl. It's not about that. But you did bring some things with you tonight. Well... <laughs> so you brought condoms. That's a different issue. It doesn't seem so tonight. Look, every child out there, every child out there is capable... There's something I gotta tell you. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Come on, man. Come on, man. I still love that. I know Joe's in Congress when FDR was president, so he probably told him to stand during World War II. <laughs> and do you know what? The, the, stup- the stupidity in our office has just bled down to the people that work for any kind of media, it seems like, anymore, because... I'm going to do this story, and then we have a a trans thing coming up. These next two stories are really the the bane of my existence as of late. I hate them so much, but I I do them because it shows you I'm not making this shit up. Someone who writes for MSNBC. So you got to think about that. First of all, they're too ugly to be on MSNBC, and that's saying something. Jen P. Sucky and Rachel Maddow are on that network. And this person's obviously too ugly to get on there, so they're a columnist? NBC columnist claims that homeschooling is racist. Oh, I'm sorry. 
and it's part of an extreme evangelical world war to dismantle public schools. I have to go to a meeting with the president, but you can until I get back. Okay. <sighs> and Thea Butler warned about homeschooling being a project of evangelicals, war against public schools that also has Indian, has racist roots. She began her piece mentioning actor Kirk Cameron's documentary, The Homeschool Awakening, and how it shows the staunch conservatives are planning to launch an assault against public schools. I I, I can't believe that I have to say this. I'm going to read what you guys are writing. Kale says everything's racist. Wait, I thought formal education was racist too. Well, yeah, Kale, you're right. Uh, they can't teach uh, homeschool kids anti-racism, which is code for real racism. For God's sake, make up your mind, people. Yeah, look, look, look. This is an idea that that the uh, the the evangelical Christians, evangelical, that's it, evangelical Christians, are going to close public schools. Well, there is one thing and one thing only. That, that they're missing, and they're really, really stupid for missing. It's just like radio. No matter how bad radio gets, radio will always be around, just like public schools. Why? Because it's free. I know people have to pay some taxes and things like that, but there are plenty of people whose kids are going to school for free because it's a public school. You're not going to shut down the public schools. There, uh, Come on, that would be like finding a cure for cancer. This is what they should have written instead. If you waste your time watching Kirk Cameron's stupid fucking documentary, don't worry. He's a whack job Christian that even the right says is a little out there. Homeschooling is racist. Going to school is racist. You see what's happened? They did it to themselves, and I I love it. Ten years ago, if you were called a racist, that was a tough one to come back from. Now, if you're called a pedophile, you can't. You don't come back from that one. You get called a racist now. You're just you're just on the right. That's it. Or you could even be on the left and be a racist. I don't know. It seems like breathing is racist. Can we can we all agree that that breathing is racist? Let's dumb it down so much that the incidents like what occurred over the weekend aren't deemed racist anymore. You want to know what a racist event is? It's an 18-year-old driving 4 hours out of his way to go to a predominantly black neighborhood and go into a grocery store that's predominantly black and open fire. 
because he doesn't like people based on the color of their skin. Let's not call it terrorism. We can call this racism all you want because that is what that is. And I have another video coming up. Oh, the video that we're going to play, I'm sure most of you saw it this weekend, and I'm going to tell you right now, if I was the black family involved, I would be suing like there's no tomorrow or at least asking for an ass whooping. And we'll, we'll get to it. I promise you we'll get to it. Is it racist if you hate everyone asking for a friend? Yes. Battleborn, let me just tell you right now. Let, let, let me just tell you right now. Hmm. That's weird. It sounds like I'm really low and my sound effects are really high. All right, we can turn that down a little bit. Um, everything's racist. The sun rising in the east is racist. Setting in the west, racist. Everything is racist. Because everyone can make everything racist. They can, they can, they can jumble it up to where they say, oh, that's racist. The game of pool racist. A white ball knocking all other colors in with the almighty target of being the black eight ball. Racism. Oh, it's, it, it's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. But it's not the stupidest thing that we're dealing with in our society anymore. Nope, 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 nope. I have the I, I have the story, and I'm going to pull up the story, but I want it read by professionals. And these are these are professional newscasters here. And this is I don't even know. Derek got a bobcat. Okay, there we go. All right, hold on. Let me let me get this up there. So if I if I fucked up your head with the stupidity of the racism, oh just wait, oh just wait, it gets so much better. And yes, this is the same story. Here you go. An investigation into three Keele middle school students has been launched. The school district has filed a Title IX complaint accusing the students of using incorrect pronouns while addressing another student. Fox 11's Monique Lopez spoke with the parent of one of the students in this Project Education report. I received a phone call from the principal over at the elementary school forewarning me, letting me know that I was going to be receiving an email uh, with sexual harassment allegations against my son. Rosemary Rabadoo's 13-year-old son, Brayden, is one of the three 8th grade Keel Middle School students accused of sexual harassment, something she disputes. He said he's being allegedly charged with sexual harassment for not using proper pronouns. Yeah. Now, that's the person that posted it. Um, The mother goes on to say, I immediately went into shock. I'm thinking sexual harassment, that's rape, that's inappropriate touching, that's incest. What has my son done? But no one. But none of that happened. No, no, her son is accused of using incorrect pronouns. They've been charged with Title IX violation, which prohibits gender-based harassment. 
Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to calm down. This has my blood boiling. So they, they, they're going to charge them with a Title IX violation, which prohibits gender-based harassment. So, like, when you would, as a, as a kid in school, because, well, we're at Keel Middle School here. We're a bunch of 13-year-old adults who are there, obviously. Oh, wait, that's right, they're children. 13-year-old children who play, I don't know, Red Rover. Remember the game where y'all held hands, Red Rover, Red Rover, called Shitbag over? And Shitbag would try to run and break through your line? Most of the time it was girls against boys. Isn't, isn't that some sort of harassment? Boys and girls harass each other in school. They poke one another. That means usually they like each other. But now we can look at that as a violation of Title IX. I'm glad these, these very, very woke and smart people have started this. I say fucking let, let's start all the way down at kindergarten. If a boy is mean to a girl, Title IX, slap that shit on him. The incident in question took place when a student announced a preference of they and them. Uh, Her son was merely sticking up for one of his friends. She had been screaming at one of Braden's friends to use proper pronouns, calling him profanity, and this friend is a very soft-spoken but kind of sunk down in his chair. Braden finally came up defending him, saying he doesn't have to use proper pronouns. It's his constitutional right to not use. You can't make him say things. Bravo, young eighth-grade Braden, because, yes, once again, this is the interesting part of this. We finally made this interesting. We have finally made this whole transgender thing interesting. What about my rights to free speech? Hmm? Why are my rights to free speech, which could include hate speech, why are my rights being trounced? Can can you show me in the Constitution where I have to call people by the right name? Can you show me that in there? Oh, you can show me in Title IX, but see, Title IX is not quite, uh, is, it's not going to stand on the same surface as the Constitution of the United States of America. No, it, it, it's not. It, it's, it's not. Mine's going to, and I use this, and I hope that you get offended by me using this, mine trumps the shit out of yours. Uh, let's see. Has Congress come out with any new rules specifying what are valid pronouns for Title IX? Or is this a new local school uh, minion rule made up by the local teachers' union? I would check with a lawyer about whose constitutional rights have been violated. Absolutely. Because I'll tell you this right now. There is no amendment in the Constitution that has, has addressed the transgender issue yet. By the way, nor should there be. 
if I, I look, I and I'm gonna say it, and and y'all y'all can come after me. Y'all can tell your friends. I don't know where y'all stand. I don't know if the board's working right now. Um, the mother also told ABC News that the new pronoun preference also caused confusion for her son, so he's kind of dumb, with her instructing him just to address his student by their name instead. It's plural. It doesn't make sense to him. I said, so just call them by their names. Now the parents are calling on charges to be dismissed through an attorney with the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. It's not sexual harassment under Title IX, under their own policy, under federal law, and it's probably a First Amendment violation. (laughs) Almost certainly, if that's their theory, it's solely using the wrong pronoun that would be a First Amendment violation, said Luke. KASD, the school district, prohibits all forms of bullying and harassment in according with all laws, including Title IX, and would continue to support all students regardless of race, color, religion. Oh, boy. What, what, what school is this? Keel Middle School. All right, time to give them a call. Hill Middle School. Welcome to Keel Middle School, Keel, Wisconsin. All right, here we go. Let's give them a call. Where did the damn phone number go? Where? Let's give them a call, see what's going on here. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as the called party is temporarily unavailable. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They don't want to get any phone calls. That's too bad. Oh, man. What else is up here? Is there something else? Try one more? No. No, that's the only school, and they're not accepting phone calls. That's fucking great. Oh, that is so great. I I, I truly, I don't even know what to think anymore. I mean, we're charging kids with federal crimes and violating Title IX laws because they don't want to call a, a, a friend of theirs who's a girl they. They want to call her she and her. Stop it with this. This is this is becoming... I don't even know why this is a topic anymore, honestly. If you want to change your mind about who you are, I, I, oh, I'm not changing... Just, just hear me out, okay? I'm not putting you down. If you want to dress up like the opposite sex because you felt like you were in the wrong body your whole life, I say, giddy up and do it. Go ahead and do it. But when you present yourself to your friends, get ready. 
because that's going to hit them a little differently. Some of them are going to make fun of you. And you know what you do then? This is what you do then. If you can't handle it, A, you're a pussy because you, you're the one who started this whole thing. But if you can't handle it, then here you go. Here, here's an easy solution. Don't allow those people in your life anymore. There you go. Look at that. Those people no longer in your life. You don't have to hang out with them. Do you share a kidney with them? Well, then there's no reason that you have to hang out with them. So you show up, you're fucking dressed as the opposite sex, and people are, people, it's strange. I hate, I, I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it again. Strange is different to people. And you can't tell people how to handle when they see something that's strange and different to them. This is like telling somebody how long they can grieve. I got called a mama at, uh, or I got called a ma'am at Togo's the other day. I didn't even care, but the sandwich maker was all embarrassed, and she didn't even try to play it off like she said, man. <laughs> Let's just only use two pronouns to avoid confusion. Those pronouns are idiot and non-idiot. If you're woke, confused about your gender or place, importance, and pronouns, your pronoun is idiot. I like it. I like it. We could go with, yeah, I don't want to, asshole or non-asshole. And I know, look, look, I'm guilty of it. We spend a lot of time on this show talking about it when we shouldn't be. If you want to have that surgery and you want to go through all that mess, you go right ahead and do all of it. I'm not going to stand in your way. Fuck that. But guess what? I'm probably not going to allow you to be in my life. I'm sorry. What you're doing, what you're going through, I can't... I'm sorry, I just don't get it. I don't get it, and I can't relate to you anymore. You can't relate to me, so let's just go our separate ways. No harm, no foul. Uh, Jaxley, you hear about Netflix feeling the woke to quit? What do you mean? All their woke people are quitting there? Good, they should be. This idea that, that, that we can't joke about things that are different or odd in, in society anymore. I mean, come on, let's go back. Let, let's go back in time when, when this country really hated each other in the 60s. I mean, th- you think that we hate each other now? Oh, man. We, we weren't attacking groups of people with dogs like we were in the 60s. Yet when the 70s came along, because we were all getting along better then, quote-unquote, comedians were allowed to come out and and poke fun at different races, different religions, and I'm talking about all comedians. Black comedians can make fun of white comedians. White comedians can make fun of black comedians. Asian comedians, Mexican comedians, all these comedians. Everybody can make fun of each other. It's part of the whole system. And then something happened about 10 years ago where we just hit the brakes on all of that. 
Uh, they sent out a memo out telling them no more canceling. If they don't like it, quit. That's awesome. Thank you, Jaxley. I appreciate that. Uh, Douglas, I just got to ask, do you drive a Subaru? I mean, cauliflower pizza, white claws, heck, the gallet togos. I'm just wondering. That's me. <laughs> nope, I was actually driving my MG. All right, good. Mel Brooks poke funded at Mel Brooks. Look, look. That that that's a better example than the comedians. The greatest comedians of our time came in that era. Mel Brooks, Don Rickles. Neither one of those men would be household names today. I mean, that that that's the crime. There are a lot of people who think I'm very funny, and I appreciate that, and that, that that's my thing. But I'm nowhere on the level of Don Rickles or or Mel Brooks. They were geniuses. I have my moments. Those men have lifetimes. Yet they wouldn't be allowed to perform today. When Richard Pryor offended people for being black, he, he lit himself on fire to be blacker. I had a cauliflower pizza the other day. It was fucking delicious. Pesto, steak, jalapeno, salami, and bell pepper. Cooked it till the crust was nice and crispy. Jesus Christ, that sounds terrible. I uh, just saw this at Walmart. Who the fuck wants to drink flaming hot Mountain Dew? Yeah, I, I, I've seen that. Yeah, I don't want to drink that shit. Flaming hot Mountain Dew. That's gross, dude. Oh, I know you do. I know you're not ashamed of it. It just sounds terrible to me. That's all. All right, here we go. This is the other really stupid thing that's happening right now that we have to talk about is this whole abortion thing. Okay, this is the last story of this break because I'm just tired of doing the stupidity. We've got better shit to talk about than that. It, I mean, look, this stuff is all good. Don't get me wrong. But good old stupid slurry Nancy Pelosi was at it again. I have absolutely oh. no uh, sense of responsibility for divisions in our country. Some of the di- differences of opinion we have in our country are what our founders had in mind. Nancy Pelosi said on CNN's State of the Union that, of course, private companies should provide travel expenses for their employees to receive an abortion. So so now, I, I want you to think about this. This is so awesome. You want to turn people against each other even more? Congratulations, Nancy Pelosi just did it. Let's say that you live in a state like Texas. I don't know, right? And you work for a big company that, that's also in California. And lo and behold, you get knocked up while you're in the state of Texas. But you didn't know about it maybe for a week or two, which is too long, sadly. And I disagree with it. But you want to get an abortion. But you don't have the money to travel to New Mexico, California, 
So now your company's on the hook for your night of being sloppy? Really? Companies should pay for 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 for, for, for travel? Are you serious? Oh, my God. Speaking of funny and someone who needs to work on his comic timing, my 27-year-old son wanted to share this with you. He says, I was going at it with this girl. I was on top and suddenly stopped. Just went dead weight. She's like, what's wrong? I said, my take just died. Can I bury it in your ass? He was shocked when she got up, and he has not called him since. He was rolling, telling me this, thinking he's the funniest guy ever. I told him maybe, just maybe, work on his timing. He said, ask Arnie for a professional opinion. Yeah, bad timing. Wow, was that bad timing. Yeah, yeah, she's, real quick, she's not going to call back. She She's not going to call back. That that's usually not the way. Uh, Jen, let me let me help you here real quick. Usually, I'd sing a song for this Ask Arnie type question here. Um, um, usually, you have to uh, like try to get anal sex. You you have to use a little bit more finesse. Maybe it's your birthday. Maybe you you've just bought them a very expensive whatever trinket. Not because you're just starting to go at it and you go, hey, can I bury my dick in your ass? Funny line. Very funny line. Worst timing ever. Good God. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And secondly, thinking I raised that. Oh, I mean, look, look. I love, I I think it's fantastic that, that, the the courage involved, man. I, Jen, you raised a courageous young man. That one, that one right there might might get you cut, cut in that old ding dong region. Uh. Uh, ask her if she prefers jelly or jam. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, is he listening? Yeah. At, at, the next time they're making out, tell them this one. Hey, baby, do you know the difference between jelly and jam? I can't jelly my cock in your ass. So if you work for the state of Texas, you travel to California to get an abortion, do you think your work is going to pay for the trip? Good luck. No. Uh-uh. I love that Nancy Pelosi is like, well, yes, private companies should pay for travel expenses. So if companies are paying for abortion, well, they're not paying for the abortion. They're paying for the travel. You might as well throw that in, though. Uh, do you bring that up at your interview? So what do you offer as far as abortions go? Oh, man. I would love... I would love to be a woman right now to go to a job interview and be able to ask that. 
courageous or stupid. Vote still out on that one. Yeah, yeah. Jen, with all the stuff only plays for you, the best your son can do is missionary. Oh, man. So this is the way it went down. The anchor asked the question, well, what do you do to help women who will be seeking abortions but live in states where it's banned, for example? Would you encourage private companies to provide travel for abortions as a health benefit? Then Nancy said, through her scotch haze, well, of course. But the fact is that we as a country, this is, let's just put this in perspective. What we want women and families and everyone to focus on is the nature of the decision. This is our country. The genius of our founders was to have a constitution sorry, uh, that enabled freedom to expand. It did it with marriage equality. It did it with Roe v. Wade. In many ways, defining freedom more fully. She is a professional politician because that did not answer any part of the question about if a company should pay for your travel. Okay, ask family. I'm putting you on the spot right now. You were all the bosses uh, of companies. And you have a, a worker come to you that says, you need to pay for my travel to go get an abortion. What do you tell them? said this before I finished the question abortion doesn't really sound like it's a family matter more anti-family so I asked what you would do if you were the boss uh, and an employee comes to you and says that you need to pay for their travel to go get an abortion Douglas says fuck you Hangtown Jen says uh no Stinkfist says um no thanks Derek says eat a dick well that's probably how we got here in the first place Derek but I appreciate what you're saying uh, Hangtown Jen says, I need you to keep your legs closed when working here if you can't properly handle birth control. Uh, let's see. Step one, suck my dick. Step two, fuck off. <laughs> Is it in a porn studio or a bank? Uh, no, there's a single coat hanger. Wolf banging would have prevented pregnancy. Well, is it mine? No, then fuck off. That there you go. I like that one. See, nasty. <laughs> Douglas jumps on with that. Well, it depends. Is it mine? Your employer has to pay for your travel. <laughs> what kind of fucked up? I mean, honestly. Nothing about the guy who knocked you up. Nothing about him. No, your boss. 
Ooh, I like that. Show me the prepaid abortion receipt first. I need to know you're not just having us finance. I knew that was happening. Oh, God dang it. We're not just financing your trip to Disneyland. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate that. Twice. Yeah. Two big sneezes there. I actually want another kit, so I'll stick to my first answer. Unbelievable. All right. All right. We've made it through the first segment. I know. It it wasn't the funnest segment. That's a proper Monday first segment. Just fucking hard-nosed right at you. You get it out of the way, and now you can go and have some fun. And believe me, the fun stories are about to start happening. And it all kicks off with... Celebrity. The Mount Rushmore of side characters. Now, 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 like, you'll figure it out with the first one. But not the main character of a show. Like, if we were to do, I don't know, like, 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 like the Sopranos, Tony Soprano would not be used today. Okay. All right, you get it now? Okay. Let's get it on! All right, here we go. Why would a company even agree to pay for someone's travel to get an abortion? Why? Well, Nancy Pelosi wants to force them to. That's why. That was what the story was about, was Nancy Pelosi was asked that. And Nancy Pelosi wants to use her power in Congress to now start forcing companies, private companies, not public companies, private companies, to pay for people to travel to go get an abortion. The government. Yes. All right. In our first matchup, ass family. Now, now, see, I, I, I've, I've done some things that, uh, that, are, that are tough. This one's going to be a tough one. Best side characters. Best supporting characters. Here we go. That, that's a better name for it. Our first one. From the show Seinfeld. The character Kramer. Cosmo Kramer. Big hair, goofy guy, taking on, not the star, but the one we watched it for, on the show WKRP in Cincinnati, Dr. Johnny Fever. Cosmo Kramer, Johnny Fever, ass family, who you got? of these two. Whoa, this is a beating. This is bad. We can stop it, yeah. Okay. We're going to stop that one there. Cosmo Kramer. Dr. Fever, he was not racist. I love Johnny Fever, but Cosmo Kramer moves on. Uh, Zach just texted, why should I pay for their mistake to buy gas station condoms? I hear you. Uh, all right. 
Best supporting characters in TV history. This one is so hard for me. I, I look, and, and we even have new music today. This one's going to be tough. One of my all-time favorite supporting characters from Hazard County, Georgia, USA. I give you the man that ran the sheriff's department because he wore the badge himself. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Taking on Fred G. Sanford's best friend, Grady. Oogly, googly, googly. Roscoe P. Coltrane versus Grady. Ask family. Who you got? right there. From the good, the bad, and the ugly, ladies and gentlemen, Roscoe P. Coltrane moves on. Coo, 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 coo. Boy, this next one, this one's tough, too. One of my all-time favorite shows. I, I love this show. I do. I truly love it. I can't get enough of it. I watch every damn one of them that's on. But I, I had to pick Detective Tutu Ola also known as Ice-T from Law & Order, SVU. Okay. Taking on what possibly could be one of the greatest animated characters that's not a main character, and it's Butters from South Park. Detective Tutu Ola versus Butters from South Park. Ask family, who you got? Hey guys, it's me, Butters. Woo! Christopher 
Christopher, you voted for Butters. I figured you'd be a 2-2 Ola guy. Oh, man. All right, last matchup in the first round. It's going to be a tough one. Another tough one here. We have a guy who, who was so good, he got his own spinoff show. And it's on tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad. Taking on one of the greatest of all time. Supporting characters. His name was Ernie Pantuzo, but everybody know him by the name of Coach on Cheers. Saul Goodman versus Coach. Ask family, who you got? Menomina. 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 against each other and we have a whole other region to go but in our first matchup to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore oh we have from Seinfeld played by Michael Richards before he lost his mind Cosmo Kramer taking on the one and only Roscoe P. Coltrane from the Dukes of Hazard. Kramer versus Roscoe. Ass family. Who you got? Up that oh th- this one's gonna make me cry almost in supporting characters ass family I give you butters from South Park 
taking on Coach from Cheers. Butters from South Park versus Coach. Ass Family, who you got? This is neck and neck. I mean, we need to get more votes in here. Oh my God, oh my God, by, no, 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 by one, by one vote. By one single vote, Butters. Butters moves on. Oh, my God. Butters moves on. Holy shit. Kramer and Butters are on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, and by the way, the next round, it gets even harder. Oh, my God. So there you go. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. Happy Monday, everybody. I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride And so I climbed into the cab and then I settled down inside He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand And I said, listen... I've traveled every road in this here land I've been everywhere, man I've been everywhere, man Across the deserts, bare man I breathe the mountain air, man I've traveled, I've had my share, man I've been everywhere I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Mattawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Barranquilla, and Padilla, I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Boston, Charleston, Dayton, Louisiana, Washington, Houston, Kingston, Texas, County Monterey, Faraday, Santa Fe, Tallapoosa, Glen Rock, Black Rock, Little Rock, Oskaloosa, Tennessee, Tennessee, Chicopee, Spirit Lake, Grand Lake, Devil's Lake, Crater Lake, Beach Lake. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Louisville, Nashville, Knoxville, Lombabaca, Shepherdville, Jacksonville, Waterville, Coastal Rocka, Pittsfield, Springfield, Bakersfield, Shreveport, Hackensack, Cadillac, Fond du Lac, Davenport, Idaho, Jellicoe, Argentina, Diamantina, Pasadena, Catalina, Sea, Guadamina. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. 
I've been to Pittsburgh, Parkersburg, Gravelburg, Colorado, Ellensburg, Rexburg, Vicksburg, Eldorado, Laramore, Atmore, Havistar, Chattanooga, Chaston, Nebraska, Alaska, Opelika, Baraboo, Waterloo, Kalamazoo, Kansas City, Sioux City, Cedar City, Dodge City, what a pity. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been Beautiful 
really do get around I got a little black book and the gals look cute And I know the name of every spot in town I want to find them, fool them, leave them And let them do the same to me I want to live fast, love hard, die young And leave a beautiful memory from Sacramento. Well, hey, safe travels to you. Godspeed. Are you moving there? Are you getting out of California, moving to the south? To enjoy some Waffle House living, baby. Could pick better than Arkansas, but that's okay. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. Welcome to the south. Bad football team there. Just saying, they're real bad. Beat my team last year because we're real, real bad, but just saying. Uh, all right, all right. Where are we? Where? <sighs> okay. I hope that y'all got to see this story this weekend. If you didn't, oh, God damn, that was in Texas, too. Shit. Why has this shit got to happen in my state? I'm going to share it with y'all. This, this video. Hopefully it's on here. Um. So, so I guess what, the best way to describe this is this. Some little white boy decides to come up onto a porch and start banging on the door. Okay, he's nine years old. He looks like he's a little nerdy kid. He's got glasses and all that kind of stuff. And... and, and he, he goes up to the door, bangs on the door, and he's got something with him. Now, they're describing it as a whip. To me, it looked more like a switch, but I, 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 I'm going to watch the video again. 
So I guess that, like, the kid that lives in the house they're at had wronged this boy. So a little white boy was going to come over there with a switch and whoop some ass. That's not what happened, though. Let's go to the video, shall we? Nope, helping a friend move slash vacation. This spring, celebrations will be sprouting up all over Louisiana. Come enjoy hundreds of unique festivals during Louisiana Bonton. This is Lieutenant Governor. No, thank you. No, no, I'm not going to advertise Louisiana anytime soon on this show. Unless you want to pay for it. There's a white kid banging on the door. Now that's more of a switch. That ain't no, that, that's like a big old stick that's got a loose end. That's a switch. Well, I tell you what, you bang on my door like that, I'm whooping your little fucking monkey ass. Little boy, you better get your my porch beating on my door like this. I will call the police. You need to leave. Don't you ever beat on my door like that. Go. Okay. Donaldson never touched your car. We have. So, so, okay. So, the mom runs the kid off. Now, there was damage to the door from this, this whip, and I guess the kid tore up the car. Well, the daddy from that house goes over to this house, and he has a, a, a talk with white daddy. Across the street. You got video? Come, come over here. Not really. We have it on video. All right, get off my property. Seriously, get off my property. Well, that's it. Because you ain't, you ain't coming over here talking nicely. You're accusing my son. I'm showing you the video. We're I'm showing you the, the video. The door. What white trash? The video of your car. Get off my plant. That's my vine. That's my vine. Get off my plant. Baby, get off the vine. I didn't go there. No, that's my grapevine. All right. All right let's, okay, all right. thank you. You owe me a plant. If I, I don't, don't, I don't owe you I, oh, bet you, I bet you want to bring your mother. Please yeah, stop, sir. Oh. All we want to do is just talk to you civil. That's the problem. You and your kids want to play victim. Your son came over here. Y'all are so violent. Your son came over here. Well, what they do not show is moments later when the white dad comes out with a gun. Yeah, he comes out with a gun. He's run them off the property. They're outside yelling still. He comes out with a 357. The argument persisted. He threw the gun down, and the gun went off. The it, And it barely missed his own daughter, the white guy. Brunson was arrested and booked on felony charges of deadly conduct. His son is a year too young to face any criminal charges. So let, 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 let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's just hash this all out, shall we, real quick. So, I've told you that there are racists out in our society. There are. There are real racists. This is real racism. Not by the black family whatsoever. By this white family. To think, A, first and foremost, <clears throat> if I would have walked to a neighbor's house and I, and I brandished a weapon, first of all, a weapon, to take on a kid my own age? Do you know the first person that would have whooped my ass? Oh, if you guessed Jerry States, you would be correctamundo on that. Correctamundo! 
Um, secondly, if I then had done damage to said neighbor's house and said neighbor's car with the the weapon that I decided to brandish, there is yet another ass whooping coming. And, oh, by the way, all of my birthday money, all of my Christmas money now will go to repair that. If my father were to be awakened from a nap in a chair by another father telling him what I've done, my father would not run that man off the property based on the color of his skin. My father would probably invite him in the house, ask him what I've done, ask me what I've done to see if I was about to lie, and then the ass whoopings would have assumed. Really, you're going to go back into your house and get a gun now because you're such a fucking pussy. (laughs) I'd make that kid's parents have a retroaction abortion. I'm so sick of idiots owning guns. Amen to that. Well, he's never going to have to worry about that again as he's been hit with a felony. Dumb fuck. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right here and now. That little white boy is so lucky. Is so lucky that we live in the time that we live in now. Because I'm going to tell you what would happen on my street. This is what would happen on my street. So first of all, I'm going to go over to, to this kid's house, probably who's a friend of mine, and we're having a falling out because we live in the same neighborhood. So I know this kid, which means at that time, our parents probably knew each other. If I showed up there brandishing a weapon, first of all, the mama who opens the door that I've been beaten on is probably going to slap me across the either the face or the ass, and either one is fine. Secondly, they're probably going to let their kid come out after they take this weapon that I brandished away from me and let that kid whoop my ass. Then when I go and destroy their car on my way back home and this guy's dad comes with me, that's when the dad ass whooping start. What did the kid do? Okay, let's see. Nine-year-old white boy's film storming over. Footage showed the arm, an unnamed child cracking a weapon on the D in Cassandra Nash's house outside of Dallas Friday, allegedly in search for their daughter. Do- oh, he was in search of their daughter. Really? He's going after their daughter. Oh, for God's sakes. Um, It's unclear why the boy was searching for the daughter who she hasn't named uh, and what he planned to do to the little girl if he didn't manage to find her. Well, he was going to crack her with that whip a few times. Now it gets even worse because it's a girl. It's a girl? Oh, motherfucker, please. And and I don't care if this girl is six foot four. No, uh uh. No, no. Everybody, look, look, 
and this happened right outside of Dallas. I want to find out where this happened. And I want to go to the black family's house and shake their hands. Shake their hands for showing restraint because I would have been kicking doors down. All right, so enough of that story. I just got some. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Look, this is all I've got. All I've got is a headline, and the headline is gold. Because today the trial restarts between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Here's the headline. Hold on to your seats. Amber Heard's new PR guru, as you know, Amber Heard fired her previous PR people. Her new PR guru, who was hired to paint Johnny Depp as an alcohol binging abuser, actually has two DUIs and has left two jobs after sexual harassment claims. <laughs> yeah, damn. Amber, stop ordering from Wish. <laughs> That's so great. Was he going to talk about seeing Johnny in meetings? Oh, my God. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. That that just made my day right there. How can you work at a PR firm? Oh, sad news to report from this weekend. <laughs> Christopher, man, the yellow pages aren't what they used to be. Sad news to report. That Britney Spears says that she is no longer expecting her baby and had a miscarriage. This is what she posted. Is with our deepest sadness that we have to announce that we've lost our miracle baby early in the pregnancy. This is a devastating time for any parent. Perhaps we should have waited to announce until we were further along. However... We were overly excited to share the good news. Our love for each other is our strength. We will continue trying to expand our beautiful family. We are grateful for all your support. We kindly ask for privacy during this difficult moment. Sam and Brittany. Well, that's why she hired him. She was hoping she could lure Mr. Depp out for a sordid night out and use it against him in court. I mean, if you're going to catch a fish, you got to use convincing bait. <laughs> um, I really haven't believed, I, I haven't had much belief of this pregnancy. I think this is Brittany just. <sighs> you know, I don't know if it's a ploy for publicity. Hangtown Jen, I, I think that's a valid question to ask. Is it a ploy for 
or is it, or is this Britney like messing with the public because she knows she can now? Stinkfist says this is why you keep your shit private. Yeah. Look, I mean, if she lost the baby, that's terrible. It's awful, and I, I'm sorry that we have to have conversations like this. But the world that we live in, and I'll, I'll, I'll give her privacy about it. I just hope this doesn't mean any more. You know, no more naked photos for a while. I mean, you know, please, Brittany, keep putting the break. But, you know, we still want to see you naked and frolicking on Instagram. Until we get Elon Musk to buy fucking Instagram, you got to keep putting, you know, weird stuff where your nipples should be. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like seeing, like, dollar bills there or something. I don't want to see. I want to see nipples. But aren't any children use Instagram? I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> you gotta grow up sometime, kid. I mean, it was a full circle from her last 12 months of Britney on Instagram. I mean, she was gonna keep up the naked dancing while preggers. Like, how big was she gonna get before she stopped? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I would have probably tuned out at some point there. Oh, my jokes of the day today. Uh, you can find over on TikTok. What did the banana say to the vibrator? Why are you shaking? She's going to eat me. And what do you do if you ever come across an elephant in the jungle? Wipe it off and say you're sorry. There you go. There you go. Now, I know a, a lot of you gals. A lot of you gals out there like this Jason Mamoa fella. To me, he's just the the newest, the, the, the newest like stinky looking guy. You know, he played Aquaman. That was probably the most water he's ever seen. The elephant one, gold winner. Okay, good. You like that one? I think she's going to be grieving very nude. I hope so. So, uh, I guess Jason Momoa. I mean, he's got a guy who really, I'll say it, he's not that good of an actor. He seems like he's a cool fella. You know, uh, throwing the axes, you know, being all big and burly and climbing rocks. All right, cool. I mean, God blessed him with with what he's got, and and then... he gets to marry Lisa Bonet for a while, and now he's out on the market. Still, he can't act that well. Just say it. Um, he he went into uh, the Sistine Chapel recently in Italy, and I guess he started taking pictures of himself, admiring the artwork. Um. Yeah, by the way, it, it's a, no no photography is allowed in the Sistine Chapel due to the flashes being possible ways to ruin the paint texture and everything because it's been around for a million years. He was good on Game of Thrones. I didn't watch that, so I, I, I can't I, I can't tell you if he was good or not on that. I've just seen him in you know the Aquaman movies and living the most charmed life ever. He's come out and he's apologized profusely because people were like, wait, wait a second. Those regular people can't take pictures inside there. 
and now Aquaman can, really? Is that because he's Aquaman? I just want to say, if I if you felt I disrespected your culture, it wasn't my intention. I came here when I was 19 or 20 to experience the Sistine Chapel. I've always wanted to, and now that I can, gave a wonderful donation to bring my friends and crew because I only had a couple days off to experience the place. Well, you know, don't take pictures there. There you go. Can't take pictures at the Louvre either. Well, but that's in Paris. The Louvre is in Paris. Douglas has got a we- uh, meeting, so he'll be back. He promises he'll be back. Well, you're going to miss the big, hairy, and mega news. Not that there's big, hairy, and mega news. Um, I don't know what this is with with these. T- I mean, I, I well, hold on a second. We got we we got to do this properly. Uh, we we aren't gonna play the whole thing. We'll just play the intro. Yeah, there you go. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. All right, there you go. Now. I don't know if they're doing this just to get I, – I, I do have – I have a theory. I have a working theory. Y'all ready? So, the Queen announced last week that uh, Meghan and Harry would not be really involved in the balcony ceremony at the Platinum Jubilee Prince Harry told the Queen the pair didn't want to appear on the balcony in June anyway. They'd like to be a part of the celebrations, but we don't have to get on the balcony. We'd like to come back for Thanksgiving. We'd like to stay here a while. I'm just going to tell you right now, I have a working theory, and this is going to be good. Meghan Markle has cheated on Prince Harry. Yep. No, oh, hear me out. Hear me out now. And it's bad. Like, like it's bad. It's so bad her super pussy can't get out of it. Because have you noticed in the past few weeks how the Markles have been giving in to things? Such as, well, Netflix is taking all their money away. Spotify is about to take all their money away. Rutrow. Prince does an interview by himself and says what he needs to say to get things worked up between he and Granny and Daddy. Then they come back on this trip. And she said famously she never wanted to go to England again. I'm telling you right now, this is what happened. Prince Harry caught Meghan cheating. And like I said, it's got to be bad. 
Might be an underage guy. It could be, I don't know, something with a dolphin. I don't know what it is yet. Caught him and said, I want out. No more. I want a divorce. And with this, I'm going to get the kids. And she's like, no, no, no. I'll do anything. And that's when that British light bulb went off in his head. He said, okay. We get rid of all these deals that we got. And we move back to England. And you got to fucking be good. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Oh, Christopher. Oh, my God. That could be what. Oh, Pete Davidson. Oh, man. I would not be surprised at all if it was Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson and a Kardashian. And they're having a romp. And Prince Harry is like. You know, he walks in on it. And like their rule was anybody but a Kardashian. How great would it be if that were true and even better? It was with someone like David Spade. Oh, I'm look, look, stink this. I'm telling you right now, I'm right. I am I am one hundred percent on this. Because, look, look, when they left Buckingham Palace, they were fucking full. Do you remember these two? Like, when they don't get their way, they fucking dodge, and, and, and you can pick them out. Remember, they weren't going to live in America while Donald Trump was president, even though the last year of his presidency, they lived here. Then they got all these wonderful deals, and all these people are paying them to do interviews, and and and... and all of a sudden, Netflix goes, well, hey, we're going to give these two non-creative people $100 million to make something really creative for us. And then Spotify said, yeah, why don't you guys do a podcast? We'll give you $150 million. Between two companies, they had $250 million. And the only thing that they had put together was a 20-minute podcast with those two. That's it. These companies have been putting up with it and putting up with it. Oh, Harry's getting his way. Harry's getting his man card back. We'll see. Because if she was if she was calling the shots right now, do you think they wouldn't be on that balcony? Do you think they'd be like, oh, okay, Granny, no problem. We'll, we'll, we'll wait inside with the help. Of course not. They're going to muscle away. Even if Netflix isn't there, they're still going to muscle their way to that balcony. God, how great would that be? Oh, that's something. Oh, Lord, I know I ask a lot of you. I do. But, but you're always there for me. Lord, could you make this one happen? Could you make the, the, the Diamond Jubilee, you know, shindig that they're fixing to do over in England? Could you make sure that there's a, a tussle in the background? And we can see that Harry and Meghan are trying to get out, but, but, but the, the guards are keeping them at bay. Can we just see a little bit of that? Like maybe, I don't know, three minutes. That's it. Three minutes is forever, too, people. 
But can we just see that? That would be awesome. I would watch the entire Diamond Jubilee shindig thingy from, from the jump to the end if I know that there's going to be a tussle. She fucked Hulk Hogan to his real American thing, and Harry was so scared he wanted to go back to the U.K. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for what's right. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm smelling it in the air. And by the way, when I'm right on that, oh, God damn. This thing, you think this is obnoxious? Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Well, just hold my beer. That's all I got to say, is that when this one comes true, and it will. Oh, daddy. I'm giddy just thinking about that. Now, there's something else I'm kind of giddy thinking about. This is kind of cool. According to reports, stars Ed O'Neill, Katie Seagal, Christina Applegate, and David Faustino are all on board to reprise their roles as Ed, or Al, Peggy Kelly, and Bud Bundy for an animated revival of the sitcom. So they're going to bring it back, but it's going to be a, a, a cartoon now? Multiple outlets expressed strong interest for the project, which isn't being set up for a specific network or streamer. Uh, Family Guy writer, executive producer Alex Carter is writing the series and serves as showrunner. I love it. I think that would be fantastic. That would be awesome. I I, I would watch this. I, I love Married with Children. It was good. Uh, the Queen caught Megan, not Harry. She sent a, Megan, a, a photo of Megan cheating and another picture of a tunnel with a note that said, give him back. I think they're going broke and they're begging. Yeah, I think that could be it too. I, I One of those two. No Marcy Darcy, but bring back Jefferson. You know what they should do? They should bring back Jefferson and Marcy's first husband, Steve. I'm, I like Steve. Steve and Steve and Jefferson could be the gay neighbors. Yeah, uh, look, that was such a good show. Oh, man. All right, so there you go. So Married with Children coming back, hopefully, is an animated show. By the way, Drew Brees, uh, the <laughs> former quarterback for the Saints, guy with the weird thing on his face, the birthmark. Yeah, uh, he, he spent one year in the uh, studio there at NBC for Sunday Night Football. Yeah, he's gone. He will not be returning to NBC after one season. Decision seemed mutual as Breeze preferred doing games over the Football Night in America show. So it looks like he's going to be trying to go call games again. So bye-bye, Drew Breeze. 
that that show. Look, NBC lost all their things when they uh, when they let Dan Patrick go. I was like done. Speaking of Megan's kids, is it Ginger or does Harry need to start looking around for his kid's father too? I, I I'm not. I have I've, I haven't seen their kids. I don't even know what they look like. So maybe he's a Ginger. I don't know. Boy, old Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is he? He's trying to gain my attention. You know, I, I've jumped on the Elon Musk bandwagon. Like old Elon, Jeff Bezos has just always looked like a wiener to me. Remember, I, we we had that talk with Jeff last week about wearing the proper clothing when going out because he's no weird dude. This weekend, he decided to take a chirp at the old Presidente. He came out and said, the newly created disinformation board should review this tweet, or maybe they need to form a new non-sequitur board instead. Raising corporate taxes is fine to discuss. Taming inflation is critical to discuss. Mushing them together is just misdirection. And the tweet that he was talking about was this one. You want to bring down inflation? Let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Meaning one doesn't have to do with the other. I love it. I, I, I love it. Somebody's calling out the president in the White House. <laughs> one person wrote, raising taxes to reduce demand and lower inflation is... An econ 101 level concept. We have the dumbest oligarchs. <laughs> oh God Almighty! Don't let don't let Joe Biden anywhere near a Twitter machine. That was Joe Biden's fucking tweet. That wasn't even the White House. Somebody's got to be watching him. Keep him away from the phone. Is it possible to do some kind of Mount Rushmore of failed sportscasters? Or are there enough possible suggestions? OJ, uh, Dennis Miller. Let me write down. Let me write that down. I like that. I, I like that. Failed sportscasters, sportscasters that shouldn't have been. Because, I mean, you put OJ in there, Dennis Miller, Rush Limbaugh. Hell, you had even some players that you can put in there. Okay, I'll, I'll let me work on that, Christopher. I got that one to work on. Okay. Uh, all right, that is going to do it for this here segment, which means, oh, that's right, it is that time again, baby. We got to get to round two of Celebrity, Celebrity Ass, ass, ass Death, death Match. That's, that's right, right, right. The best, the best, the best sporting, sporting, sporting ever, ever, ever. In our first round, we saw that Cosmo Kramer and Butters from South Park have made the journey and are on the Mount Rushmore 
now we find out who joins him on that list. Let's get it on. All right, our first matchup, Ass Family. Oh, boy, this one's going to be tough. From what I consider my favorite TV show of all time, Cheers, a supporting character where everybody knew his name. His name was Norm. And he is taking on the dad on that 70s show, the one and only Red Foreman. Norm versus Red Foreman, ass family. Who you got? ago that Jason Sudeikis, the guy who plays Ted Lasso, is Norm, George Wentz's nephew. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Fantastic. So Norm moves on. Now this next one, this, this one's a tribute one here. It goes to the finest supporting character who has ever lived as a real actor. That real actor's name is Don Knotts. And I, I, I would feel remiss if I left either one of these people off, and the only fair thing to do is let them run against each other. Ask family who you got between Mr. Furley and Barney Fife. Barney Fife versus Mr. Furley. Ask family who you got. I know. I know, V. Coop. It's a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, Barney Fife moves on. Either one was a great choice. I mean, Mr. Furley was fantastic as well. But Barney Fife moves on. And now the one, if, you, if you're mad at me for that one, this one's the hardest one I've ever put together. I, I, I'm not kidding. In a battle of the supporting characters, of, and to find out who the best is, will it be 
good old giggity, giggity, giggity. I don't even have the giggity sound effect on here anymore. Jesus. Uh, Quagmire from Family Guy taking on Dwight Schrute from The Office. Quagmire from Family Guy versus Dwight Schrute. Ask family, who you got? Supporting characters. Who was better? Was it Polly Walnuts on The Sopranos? The Italian guy who had the gray streaks in his hair and talked with his fingers? Or was it the woman who helped Alice get on her feet at Mel's Diner so long ago? The woman who was known for the phrase, Hey, Mel, you can kiss my grits. Flow! Polly Walnuts versus Flo. Ask family, who you got? one he voted Polly Walnuts to tie things up. Whoever gets that next vote will win. Who will it be? Who will it be? I'm holding my breath until I see. Who will it be? Is it anybody? Hello? Anybody voting? Nobody's voting anymore? Do I get to vote? Do I finally get to vote? Flo! Flo wins! Oh my god! Look at that! Oh, my God, Flo beats Polly Walnuts. Holy crap. Holy crapola. All right, now we can go to the mountaintop and find out who's going to join them in our first matchup, Ass Family. 
in the battle of Norm versus Barney Fife. Norm versus Barney Fife ass family. Who you got? Another one. It's coming down to the wire with all things black. Norm versus Barney Fife. No, you haven't missed it yet. Oh, Norm versus Barney Fife. I need a winner. Guys are killing me with this back and forth. Norm from Cheers. Yes, Norm. Norm. Norm wins. Norm. Norm is on the Mount Rushmore. (sighs) And our final matchup. Will it be the oversexed pilot who lives right next door to Peter Griffin? Giggity, giggity, Glenn Quagmire. Or will it be the red-headed, sass-talking gal from Texas, Flo from Alice? Flo versus Quagmire. Ask family who you got. You ever accidentally masturbate to young pictures of your mom? There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Glenn Quagmire moves on. And your final four is now set between Kramer, Butters, Norm, and Quagmire. We will have a face for this mountain after the next segment.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Another busy week of shows. Listener mail tomorrow. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on Thursday. Um, no, not this week. Next week, man, we're going to have a ton of movie reviews. I'm going to see the documentary on Nolan Ryan and then going to see Top Gun, colon, Maverick. Cannot wait. Very, very fired up about that. Keeping y'all in the loop. Oh, by the way, I meant to keep y'all in the loop on this. I was no, I, I was asked about this last week in Listener Man. We're still working on this, and I got a meeting this week. People working on the website. I may have found the top burger in town. I may have. Like, uh, it, it's, a, it, it's not a 10. I, I can't give it a 10. It's about a 9.75. That's the highest grade I've ever given to a burger. This burger was fantastic. Juicy. They, they made it to how I wanted it ordered. Yeah, the fries were great with it, whatever. The bun, perfect, everything. Main Street Cafe in Garland, Texas. Man, oh, man. Whew. That burger was something else. They, and they, they had chicken fried steak there, and I didn't get that. I might, we got some in the fridge. I might have me a chicken fried steak sandwich today. Might be going back there to get a chicken fried steak, but I think I have found the burger. Damn, it was good. Man, oh, man. All right. Now, speaking of burgers, McDonald's franchisees are worried that the company's new grading system will alienate the workers. All right. Key points in the story, McDonald's is rolling out a new assessment system for its restaurants, and tensions are boiling over. Some franchisees are worried the due process will instead harm operations and alienate workers. In an already tight job market, it just kills morale. They really, it, look, I, I'm not trying to be a dick here. Do they really have morale at fast food restaurants? I, I don't know. Usually morale is places that, you know, I guess they could have it. Uh, okay. Two separate surveys have been done that revealed frustrations and disapproval of the new grading system. What, you, you mean they're not being easy on, on, on the workers? Oh, no, the new grading systems are tough on the workers because we, the consumers, are fucking sick and tired of it? We're sick and tired of the ineptness? And I'm not talking about all of you. They're, they're, but they're, the ones that are out there, oh, my God. It, they, they're either really, really good or they suck balls. There's not, not a whole lot of in-between. I thought I found the best burger around Roseville Rockin' area, Mooyah. But after going two times and then back, it sucked. Dang it. Yeah, Mooyah, I've, I've eaten there. Not a bad place. But, yeah. Oh, man. This was this burger was good. It's a good motherfucker. It'll be tough for me not to order burgers when I go there. By the way, by the way. Do you think that McDonald's really cares about their workers? 
They're in the stores. Why do you think there are all those kiosks now? Did, did, did you not pay attention to when the pandemic hit? Did, were you not watching that? Did you not look at that and put in your head going, oh, my. Oh, my, I'm seeing something here. And that, oh, my, what I'm seeing here is that, ooh, we can replace all these entry-level jobs, which are so important to our society. We can eliminate those with a kiosk. And now we can just hire staff for the back and the drive through No more interaction with customers because they're not very good at it because we haven't taken the time as a corporation, as McDonald's, to remember how, in fact, important the customers are. You don't have to tongue-kiss their assholes, but you have to treat them as, thank you, you're coming into my store when you could go to any store. I know a lot of times I sound really harsh on this, but you have to be. And, and you can come at me with all kinds of things. Well, maybe Arnie, uh, that person was having a bad day. We all have bad days. But you can't take it out at anybody at work. We all, we've all had bad days. And when we took it out at work on someone didn't deserve, we got in trouble for it. Oh, Douglas, absolutely. You are, you are so right on that. If you could be more than 100% correct, you would be. This is great job, people pushing for higher minimum wage. Now get no job. What do you think pushed them this way? Was that talk of this $15 or $17 an hour job? Oh, okay, well, what we'll do is we'll just knock out like five to ten of these jobs at every restaurant in America. Can you imagine? Five to ten jobs at every McDonald's in this country is gone. Where will people learn how to work? Because that's what that job is for. Good for McDonald's. I got a Big Mac a few weeks ago and they forgot the meat. Jesus. Because, once again, there's no value put on a job. You know why? Because there's always somebody there to bail them out. Some place I saw was hiring. It was paying more than paramedics get paid. It's like a Popeye's. Popeye's will pay you more to fry fish than people get <laughs> than people get for saving people's lives. I just have to shake my head. I, that, that's all I can do. I just shake my head and just go, okay, well, whatever. Way to go. Way to dumb down everything. Now, you see, the difference is here. This is where the difference is. I'm going to explain this to you. Where you can go, well, then just don't take that job. It's $15. That's, you know, paying less than that. Don't pay. Take another job. Well, you see, here's the problem. Is that that is a, a niche job. And you have to be trained and qualified to be able to do that. 
and the amount of competition for that job is extensive. Where the job at, 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 at Popeye's, there's not a lot of competition for that job. It doesn't take, this is an entry-level position once again. Anybody can do this. Any moron can be taught how to mop. You can't be taught how to, you know, incubate a patient overnight. (laughs) Something you have to be trained for. And that person's getting paid less than the fry guy. That's a problem with our whole system. But, hey, you got the minimum wage up there, so congratulations. Now, the, this next story makes me, I, I, I have finally found a reason to do two things I never thought I'd do again. Or, well, one I would ever do. And that's move to Canada. And the second thing I thought I'd never do again is drink. But if this is true... Look out, Canada. Arnie States is a coming. Canada Supreme Court rules that being drunk is actually defense for sex attacks and killing. Judge acquits the suspect who stabbed his mother because he thought she was an alien while high on pills. And naked man who beat a professor with a broom when he was on mushrooms. Supreme Court said defendants in violent crime cases can use drunk as a defense. After a law that was passed in 1995 prohibited the defense was unconstitutional. Dude, if they if they uphold this, because What happened is they ruled on the case Friday, the two being acquitted and having one retrial. Holy crap. Man, oh, man. Ladies, you are not safe in Canada ever again. Because them Canadians, they like to drink, eh? And they got the the Molson, you know. And the Molson, you know, that's like a lot of beer, eh? And what will happen is, is I'll give you a lot of these beers, eh? And then you'll want to ride my Zamboni, and by Zamboni, I mean my wiener. But then you'll fight for it, and you know, since I played hockey, I'll knock you out one shot. And then we'll do it, like a couple of wild meese. Personal responsibility, whatever. No, no, no. He was drunk. He didn't know what he was doing. Finally, a reason to drink again. Now, if for some odd reason out of nowhere I invite you to Canada, I strongly suggest you do not come. Uh, 
I love it. I, I, I love it. What does what it say? Canadian courts have been split on this issue, while women's advocacy groups have argued the law needed to protect women and children. Four out of five victims of intimate partner violence were women, and they were five times more likely to experience sexual assault for the shows. Well, of course, they're the women. This is so dumb. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, uh, he, oh he, he can't stand straight. He was too drunk. My defense for killing the drunk guy who was trying to rape me. I was drunk. There you go. Give that guy a puppets. I mean, seriously. Like, like seriously. Oh, no. Eh? He's too drunk. We can't charge him. All right. You just go home, you rascal. I mean, what do you file the death under? Oops. Alcohol. Well, she didn't drink. No, no, the guy who killed her was drunk. That's why we wrote alcohol. Wait a second, she was killed? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bad. Did they put him in jail? Oh, no, 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 no. No, he was drunk. He didn't know what he was doing, so we let him go. Now, in 2015, a 19-year-old student, Thomas Chan, took a magic mushroom before stabbing his father to death and injuring her partner. 2013, a young man tried to kill himself by taking Wellbrutin, but stabbed his mother, who later died of an unrelated heart attack because he thought she was an alien. Well... Douglas, that's what we would do here in America. We would sell the brewers of that beer. And let me tell you, we are we are only a, a we are honestly a pubic hair away from that happening. Here's the fucked up part. If we are going to allow these families, and and look, I I feel horrible for these families, all that they've had to endure with Alex Jones and all his bullshit, but those Sandy Hook families, they're suing gun manufacturer for this. The gun manufacturer has nothing to do with it, and they're allowing this to go through, which you sit there and you go, wait a second, they have no say at what the gun does? So of course, why not? Why not go after all the alcohol makers? If there's a drunk driving, what were they drinking? Beer. What kind of beer? Well, it looks like it was Coors Light. All right, so we're gonna sue Coors Light now. We're right there. We are right there. And you're saying, no, Arnie, it, it can't be that close. It is. Hey, they've already sued the gun manufacturer. This is about Raleigh police. 
Fired 30 rounds at suspect accused of throwing Molotov cocktails and fecal matter at police. Oh, that's just lovely. Rural, uh, Rodriguez Nunez, 37, was transported to the hospital after the incident, but then succumbed to his injuries. He drove into a Raleigh Police Department parking lot and threw what detectives believed to be fecal matter and urine at the station's main door. He then threw a Molotov cocktails at two police vehicles, setting them on fire. What do you think was going to happen? But, 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 here's the thing. We have to stop. How mad do you have to be? I mean, I want you to think about this. How mad do you have to be to, like, drive to a place and you have your own shit and piss? I don't know if they're, like, in the same jar or whatever or what, but, but, but you're driving with your own shit and piss because you want to throw it on a wall. Now, you got a Molotov cocktail, so that means you're crazy right there to begin with. But how mad do you have to be? Like, you you have to think about this. This set was set off, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get those motherfuckers. I got to wait, though, till the next time I shit. (laughs) What if he's backed up? What if he forgets about it? Well, if he's in the middle of doing his business on a toilet and goes, oh, he's going to throw that at the damn police department. Or is this one you just get so mad you just have to push it out? I'll show you sons of bitches. It, it, and it, real, real quick, just, just real fast, real fast, real fast. Um, if you throw it at the building and it breaks, what's, what's the, what's the reasoning? What's the payoff? Is that you're like, yeah, I threw piss and shit on your wall. Now you're going to just hose it off like it was never there. Like, like. Like, I, I mean, if you want to throw it, like, in the station and break it in there and there's, like, dookie and stuff on the ground, not too bad. I'm not saying that you should do that. No, not at all. But that means more than just throwing it against the wall, like, ah, I'll show you, wall. What if he ate at Taco Bell the night before and completely missed the time? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, like... This has to do some serious, you have to do some serious planning when you, when you want to throw your own feces. And I, 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 I just, I, I feel, I mean. Feces! 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 Yeah, I mean. Hey, you want to come over? No, 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 man. I'm fixing the shit, and then I'm going to put it in a, in a, in a container with my pee. And then we're going to throw it at the police wall. Oh, okay. All right. Cool, man. Well, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, bye.
I mean, I mean, how do you turn down plans? How far in advance is this? Are you like watching like your regular go times for like the last week? Oh man, it's time! All right, here we go, guys. It's about seven thirty-six. I'm going to be equipping the bomb, if you know what I mean. Seven thirty-eight, we'll be on the road. By 7.50, we should be there. Then I'm going to throw it against the wall. Well, wait a second. Can we talk about this wall thing? I mean, come on, guys. If you're going to be villains, be proper villains. Okay? I'm just here to help. That's all. All I'm here to do is help people. If you want to be, if you want to be the bad guy, be the bad guy. Don't don't half-ass it. My mother used to say that to me all the time. Don't, hey, if you're going to do something, Arnie, go all the way. Do not half-ass it. And I got to say, to the gentleman who threw his feces and his pee-pee against the police wall, you half-assed it. You really did. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm disappointed. The prank now or whatever, well, it's not a prank because you got shot dead because then you had to bring Molotov cocktails into it. And I'm not missing. I'm not missing that part of it. I understand it's a real story. It's bad, but you know what? You gotta see the light and everything. And what I see is the light in this guy failing on the poop and pee thing. I mean, pour it out in a police car, maybe, to where whoever's got that car that day has to smell. Oh, it smells terrible. Put it in their air conditioning duct. You know, these are all, I'm just spitfiring here. See, I'm here to help. Because once again, if you're going to be a villain, be a proper villain. Now, see, I'm trying to help like these gals here in this next story. Okay, next story here. and, And guys, you know my role in this world is to help guide you into this older age that I'm at. Because I've seen most of this stuff happen. And I want to help you. Single women share their instant turnoffs in a man. And there's one physical feature that grosses them out more than anything else. All right. Now, first of all, I, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you fucking guys out there. I, I'm looking at this right now, and... Common turnoffs of women. Dirty fingernails, eating loudly, selfishness, bad hygiene, laziness, road rage, short temper, smoking. Mm. I am I, I, I do not have bad hygiene and I try not to eat too loud. I don't smoke, I dip. So I, I, I'm unattractive to begin. But the number one thing that women say is an instant done with the date. Like, like, like it, 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 it's over. Is bad personal hygiene. Now, now, fellas, come on. Come on. Fellas, 
bad personal hygiene. We're talking we're we're talking instant turnoff. That means the first time she sees you, she sees you and you're like, ugh. Now, granted, the, these younger gals that are coming up today, I don't have a lot of hope for them because they find themselves getting all dewy and moist over Post Malone, and you know that motherfucker's going to smell. The lady who's running this survey says, yeah, women have bitch about this forever. Brush your hair, clean fingernails, wear a nice outfit, smell decent. Look, look, look. Look, 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 Let's just get this out here right now. If you don't shower or wear deodorant, there's something fucking wrong with you. And don't give me this shit. You're allergic to it. You better go splash in some goddamn chlorine then. Uh, uh, I, I'm just, that, that's so nasty to think about that a dude shows up on a date and he's not clean. Hey, fellas, how would you feel? You show up on a date, you see this hot chick, she's like, yeah, and then you get close to her and she's got terrible B.O. Yeah, we'll plow through it, but man, that's only a one-timer right there. All right, number two, lack of manners. Guys, burping at the table at dinner the first date, not cool. Not cool at all. i tell you the one that you, you definitely don't want to do, and this one, a lot of women find this one to be really, really a turnoff quickly, that the lack of manners. If you start masturbating at the table, never, ne- uh, just let me just say no. Never a good idea. That's bad. I think finishing right behind that was not knowing the salad fork from the dinner fork. But right before that one was whipping out the penis. Uh, Number three, turn off is constantly checking your phone. Yeah, you're like, where is this save me call? Fucking bastards. Those are the three big ones that ladies have. I got to say, hey, ladies, you you can have them all you want. You get to be with whoever you are. And you know what? Here's the thing. To you stinky fucks out there, if you're sitting back going, I'm not going to find that because nobody needs me to smell good. Because that's the way those people talk. Okay, find somebody that finds you attractive. I, I'm not saying I'm going to hang out with you because you fucking stink. You have to wait until she orders the dessert to flop the cock out. Yeah, yeah, that one I don't get. Why should I take bananas to a date? <laughs> I'm really fucked with the fork is the salad fork. Butthole fingering talk is for a second date. Arnie, you said big one. Yes. Yeah, that 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 one's that one's frowned upon. You're just sitting there, you know. You're the the conversation hits a lull. <laughs> you're like, well, all right. 
Awkward silence. Let me start beating off. Well, that's something you just don't want to see in society. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, dear Lord. I'm going to hell. I got a story from this weekend. I'm I'm going to hell. It's not my fault, though. So I told you about the place we went to, uh, Main Street Cafe. Now, this is right in the middle of downtown Garland. Now, I've told you guys about Garland my whole life. And, uh, gee, these are good tips. Maybe I should have my son tune in. Hell no, he needs to call in and give me tips on things to say. That, that, that shit was funny. Um, so uh, we walk in, and, and, and downtown Garland is nothing to write home about. It is your typical small Texas one-street town. It's got a square. Yes, it's my hometown. Yes, I love it there. And we are on Main Street, i.e. the Main Street Cafe, parked, went and ate. Nothing is happening. It's like it's 6.45 on, like, Saturday night. Nothing is happening. Okay. It's like you can see the tumbleweeds going, so there's nothing going on. We get there. The place is fairly wide open. And I notice over in the back, it seems that we have a prom dates. It, 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 two prom, I, I guess it, two dates. There's two boys and there's two girls. They're sitting across from each other. And I think to myself, self, this really is not the place for a prom dinner. Now, look, I am not trying to knock the Main Street Cafe. I'm not. But, oh, my, how things have changed since the good old days. You know, prom and all those places where you go to the dance to get the picture, then you leave for the parties, but you go out to dinner beforehand. And usually, it, it, the way it is here in Texas, your homecoming is your first real big dance, big date that you ever have. It's the first time that you get to go to a, a, a decent restaurant by yourself without parents. Now, some people go to Chili's, some people... Other people go to fancy restaurants. The big one here in town used to be you'd go to uh, Wolfgang Puck's restaurant. Nobody knew who Wolfgang Puck was back in my day. But you went to the restaurant on top of the big ball that's in downtown Dallas, Reunion Tower. That's where everybody wanted to go there. I didn't want to go up there because, A, I don't like heights, and, B, I didn't want to spend that much. That was like a $100 dinner back in the day, and that was a lot of money. So now fast forward to Saturday night. We're, we're at Main Street Cafe in Garland. And these, these prom dates are there with each other. And it's like a little Asian. I'm, I'm just giving descriptions of everybody. Little Asian fella, a black dude, and what looked to be two little white girls. 
I have no problems. I, I hope they're having a good time. Now, the table behind them got up and looked at What school are y'all from? <laughs> I'm like, why, why are you busting their fucking nuts? Why are you busting their nuts? Now, of course, sitting across from me is the one and only bratty kid. And she's like, something wrong with his jacket. Something wrong with his jacket. Now, I, I was like, well, I don't know what's wrong. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to turn around and look and go, hey, look at that kid's jacket. You know, I don't want to be that, that couple that's looking at. So the, the Asian kid goes over and pays, does his thing, right? Oh, 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 before he pays, this is something weird that happened. Like in the middle of dinner, this lady from outside just comes in. I don't know if it's like a, a divorce mom or something like that. But, but, but she came into the restaurant and she like took pictures with him. It was fucking weird. And then she like left. It's like, what, what just happened here? That, and then the table gets up and goes, hey, where's school you from? And they're from some private school. And I was like, damn, they're from a private school and they're eating here? You go to a fucking private school, you can go eat at Reunion Tower. That's no problem. Shit, you can go to Lowry's. So, this is where I end up going to hell. I'm sitting there. And Asian kid comes back, so everybody's getting up to leave. And as they're getting up, I can look now and see what the fuck's wrong with this kid's jacket. And as I look, I turn my head and my eyes hit, and my eyes were right at, at, at where, his where his level was because I thought he was still seated. No, he had already gotten up. He had already gotten up and moved out of the way. So fact that, that I get to see the girls scooting out from the bench and, yes, I get the terrible, terrible panty shot from these girls. Sweet mother of God! I felt so dirty. I still feel ooky from that. I mean, they're just scooting along and... Well, whoop-de-freaking-doo! <sighs> yep, yep. I feel bad because I probably saw more panties than either one of those guys did. Well, la de frickin' da! <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happened. That did happen. <laughs> and, and, and I, I look at Brady Kidd is my witness. As my witness, I look back at her and I go, I just saw that girl's panties. I wasn't going to hide it. I saw them. I saw her purple panties. God, I feel so, I, I feel so ooky. Oh, my gosh. All right, final story of the day. Then we'll get to the uh, end of uh, Mount Rushmore here. This is happening in New Delhi, not not Old Delhi, New Delhi. A retired Indian couple 
Wow, go figure. A retired Indian couple in New Delhi is suing their son and daughter-in-law, demanding that they produce a grandchild within a year or pay them 50 million rupees, which is about $700,000. Uh, well, we're, we're talking dots here. This 7-Eleven, not casinos. Uh, Sanjeev Rajan Prasad, 61-year-old retired government officer, said it was an emotional and sensitive issue that for him and his wife, Sadhana, that they cannot wait any longer. His son, a pilot, was married six years ago. We want the grandson or granddaughter within a year or compensation because I have spent my life's earnings on my son's education. His life's earning, he spent he spent forty-seven thousand dollars on his son's pilot trainings. Oh fuck, I'd be alert as shit. His son's a pilot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got him married in the hope he would have the pleasure of becoming grandparents. It has been six years since their marriage. It feels as if despite having everything, we have nothing. Well, motherfucker, if you worked your whole life and you only made $43,000, well, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to judge. Just saying, maybe you shouldn't have put it all in your son's education. Just saying. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can't hire seven employees. They breed them. All right, final, uh, that was the final story of the day. Okay, here we go. Let's do uh, this here, shall we? Let's get back to this and get the end of Celebrity, Celebrity. Ass Deathmatch. Yes. Man, has it been an amazing day for supportive characters in TV history. Kramer. Butters, Norm, Quagmire have been deemed by UBS family as the four greatest. And now we find out who is number one. Let's get it on. All right. First matchup is set ass family. I give you Cosmo Kramer played by Michael Richards. Pretty much every episode he was on, maybe only a couple he missed. On Seinfeld, taking on the little man who has so many problems, it's unbelievable. This young man lives in South Park, Colorado, and he's friends with Stan and, and Cartman. Hey, uh, hey, guys, it's uh, me, Butters. Kramer versus Butters. Ask family. Who ya got?
people. I need more votes. Ask family, I need a winner. I need a winner. Yeah, all you got to do is watch the good, the bad, and the ugly for that one right there. Between Butters and Kramer, who will go on to face it? I need a winner. Butters! It's Butters! Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen. It's Butters. Butterscotch moves on. And now he will be facing the winner of this holy matchup here. Between Norm from Cheers and the one and only Gwen, Glenn Quagmire. Hey, you ever accidentally masturbate to young pictures of your mom? Quagmire versus Norm. Ask family, who you got? Manamana. Manamana. Manamana.
Butterscotch, Quaglin Quagmire, Norm Peterson, and Cosmo Kramer. What an eventful day it was, ass family. And that is going to do it for us. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until then, adios, everybody.
Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.